Love Talk Radio. Welcome to Light of the World Christian Tabernacle International Noonday Cyber Day. We you in the mighty name of Jesus. We give God praise, honor, and glory for this is the day that the Lord has made. Hallelujah. We'll rejoice and be glad in it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We bless him and we greet you. Welcome to this Bible study today. Uh, coming from by the World Christian Tabernacle International, located at 583 Highway 165, North in Stockton, Georgia. Hallelujah. We thank God for this day. Hallelujah. We can come together and study His Word. Hallelujah. We are in the book of Romans, in the 15th chapter. Hallelujah. And we are going to be starting today, I believe, at verse 30. Hallelujah. Hopefully, we can close out this chapter. Today, hallelujah. And we thank God for what he's doing. We thank God on behalf of our co-founder, Archbishop W. Smith, our senior pastor, Pastor Ochoa Hartman, and Mamie Keith. Thank God for you, you, and you. Amen. That's here in the building. And those of you online, we thank God for you. Continue, amen, to pray for us that we continue to do the will of the Lord. And we thank God for second day of the, the third day of the fast. Moving right along. Hallelujah. We're not going to count how many days left. Hallelujah. Thank God. Hallelujah for him keeping us and we are steadfast on this. Amen. Because Jesus told his disciples that these guys want to come to fasting and praying. So I don't know about you, but I got some of these guys. (laughs) That I need taken care of. So I thank God for this opportunity to fast and pray. Amen. That God will do what He wants to do, and more than that, uh, you know, a commercial that I used to, I, I like to, to see when uh, they're in Disney World. He says, "Oh, that was so wonderful when we did this. That was great when we did this. But the most important thing was it was with you. So when we go through this fast, the most important thing is God is with us. We experience God more and more." So we thank God. That's our our opportunity, our desire is that we experience God even more and more. Hallelujah. So we don't do another thing. He's already done enough by giving us his son, amen, that died for us, paid the price that we could not pay. Amen. So this morning before we get started, afternoon before we get started, we're going to have a word of prayer and then we'll have a song and we move on in the study. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you, Lord.
we hold on to, that we've been used to. And so we got to all let those traditions go and follow what the Word of God is saying. Because um, no matter what it is, uh, uh, we talked about how, and I, I didn't even realize it, that how when I grew up in the Bahamas, there was certain dress codes you had on Sunday. I was not used to coming to church and being on Sunday. But that don't mean it was wrong. That don't mean it. And so, but these traditions we live, we live by, we can make them doctrine. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, so the thing is, Paul said, don't make them say gospel. And if somebody ain't to that place where they can accept that kind of stuff, don't beat them down because they right. Just because uh, somebody don't feel comfortable coming to church on Sunday with jeans on, don't say they uh, 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 something wrong with they ain't got the place in that it can feel coming to God as long as your heart is pure, no matter what you got on. And so you have to grow into that if you haven't been that place. Because in the Bahamas, we grew up at uh, certain, certain shoes you don't wear on Sunday. That's your church shoes. We call them the church shoes. The church shoes. It's church whatever, right? And so, but, but that don't mean that if somebody goes different, that they're sinning. That's right. But if we don't be careful, we will take stuff like that and make it stop. And it has nothing to do. They then stop to look down on somebody else because right. they, oh, look at you know? mm-hmm. So we got to be careful. That's what Paul is stressing with this church. So our pastor has the same challenges that we have to. Let's, don't be looking at the stuff that you had as a tradition to make it up. Somebody ain't got to where they're free to do, they feel free to do. Uh, whatever, as long as it's not a sin. Uh, they feel free to come to church with, with, with uh, jeans on. And it's, it's Sunday, and it's, it's first Sunday. Don't, don't make them a sinner. <laughs> because he says, if you believe in your heart and confess in your mouth, that's what makes you say. Not what you wear. <laughs> but, but when you get it in your heart, you know what it is. <laughs> uh, nobody got to tell you what to wear because the Holy Ghost is there. You put on something, Holy Ghost is there. I see the kind of fun. You're like, what is wrong? Something is wrong. Something is wrong. And so that's why it's important to, and that's what Paul is saying, is by the Spirit of God, the Holy Ghost. And Paul uh, began to, to tell them that this, we got to make sure that whatever we do, we are led by the Spirit of God. And he began to tell her in Romans 8, and Romans, uh, uh, I think the, the, uh, the 8th chapter, the early part of the 8th chapter about the Spirit of God. And how that we are, uh, we are therefore now there's no condemnation because we don't walk in the flesh now, we walk in the Spirit. And then so as we are led by the Spirit of God, we are now the Son of God. So he gets down to this point now where he, he, he's about to give them his farewell. Uh, 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 that's his until he meets with them again. He began to tell them he's leaving now when he's at to go to Jerusalem to deliver some uh, uh, donations to the Jews in it. The poor Jews in it. We didn't just say Jews, but the poor Jews. The Jews who are, are, are neglected, we're going to carry a donation uh, from them in the church in Macedonia and these other churches in Achaia. Uh, uh, gave donation, he's going to deliver that donation. And when he does, 
you're going to make sure that everybody knows it was delivered. No question whether he took the money or not. Was delivered. So now we're here at uh, verse 10. Verse 30, we're going to start. Well, unless somebody else has some comment about uh, talk about last week. No? Okay, so let's start. Uh, I have to be um, a little Now I urge you, brothers and sisters, by our Lord Jesus Christ and by the love of the Spirit, to strive together with me in your prayers to God for me. So I like say this was a thought he was going to say in the by way of Jerusalem, because he was delivering either to get his things to the poor there. And uh, so we just then, you know, because the, the way of missionaries aren't easy all the time. He's slow, so he can just say, pray for me mm-hmm. as I go and try to do the Lord's work here. You know, pray for me. And uh, and striving, this is what he was saying, you know, not just pray regularly, but, you know, even in spirit, by the love of the spirit, to uh Drive together with me, all of you, uh, pray uh, for me to God, you know, that I may be able to do uh, uh, this uh, assignment is and whatever uh, they um, incur along the way. And we, we, you know, remember he, he, he was telling them that he longed tired to come to the mm-hmm. So uh, we, we, we remember uh, that even in the book of Acts where we saw that his when he was told that he was urged to go to Rome that prophecy came, don't go to Rome, don't go to Rome, don't go down there. But he did not care. We talked about how when God put a purpose in you, it doesn't matter what nobody says. Because he had anointed people prophesying to him the truth that he's going to be bound up going to Rome. And, and, and because God had put it in him, it didn't matter how he went to Rome. <laughs> as long as he got to be where God had him to be. And so uh, that's, that's, the, that's the, the, the attitude we ought to have, that when God tells us to do something, and uh, sometimes he tells us to do some stuff, and we don't have the full understanding of it until we get into it. And, oh, Lord, is this really you? <laughs> uh, but so he, he's saying, now I'm going to Jerusalem, leaving this uh, this region of, 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 of Macedonia and, and this, this southern part. And so I'm going to back to Jerusalem to take this gift. But when I go, I need your prayer. I need you to pray for me, and uh, uh, because anytime you're on a mission 
to do anything for God, Satan is mad. He is pragmatic. He knows that you're going to do something to advance the kingdom of God. He's not going to sit back and just let you do it. He's going he's to have a tax coming from every which way to disturb, to distract you, to, to, to make you feel like, oh, this ain't God because it ain't working out like you. I thought it would work out or whatever, but he said, pray for me. Uh, realizing that, that it, I can't do this on my own. Don't think that we can do whatever God tells us to do on our own. Don't ever feel that way. So God told me, I'm going to do it. No, no. As powerful as Paul was, he's pleading with a pray for me. So, so we should never get to the place where we say, I ain't going to get with my that prayer request. Uh, I got this. I got this. No, we need prayer with each other. He said, if we strive together with me, not now. He said, strive together with me. It ain't just one of these prayers. He don't want you to go down this one knee prayer for him. Yeah. <laughs> now, don't say, you know, God bless you, but fall and go. No. He wants you to strive in prayer together. One would take us out. Two would take us. Okay. So if you strive together, the more impact you will have to bombard Satan, we won't be able to stand against it. So let's strive together in your prayers to God for me. Don't pray to me now. He's making it clear. You see how pray he's making that? <laughs> you ain't praying to me. You praying to God if you pray for me. Let's make it clear. And, and so so we gotta make sure that when when we are, are, are doing anything to God, to make the good. Don't feel like you're trying to do and you know, the devil is so coming. He's gotta keep everybody. Try to stop you from doing it. Don't let nobody know. You gotta have some confidence in people that you know can get a blessing. Pray for me. You gonna need some prayer. You doing anything for God? What do you think Jesus did? Before he went to the cross, he was alone saying to God. Listen, he was he was depressed, depressed. He began to weep. His, his tears become like blood. Mm-hmm. And he began to say, Father, if there's another way, <laughs> this is so bad. Right? So if Jesus was at that point, about to do something that God wanted him to do, what about us? And he asked his disciples, can y'all pray for me? Then he asked the question, yeah. Then Jesus asking his disciples to pray. How we, because of the sign that he got to do, he's asking for prayer. If we got the sign, why don't you ask somebody to pray? Jesus, I'm mean, going to think about it. Mm-hmm. Jesus himself asking them to pray with him. Mm-hmm. So how can we can't ask somebody to pray with Crazy. But, and Jesus have all these things in the Bible to show us exactly. How we need to do stuff. Because he went to them and said, No one has passed their hand. 
So the good thing about prayer is when you get through, doesn't matter who prayed or who ate them. She came back the third time with y'all too long. I done got through. I done got through. You want to say? Thank you. 
fun to celebrate makes me think too of uh, a lot of the civil rights activists. You know, and they, they got born. Therefore, none. Don't go here. Don't go there. Don't do that. You're ready to go. You can go to the whole No, they're not going to let you. Because once you got up there, 
got to the school, then we walk down the way. Mm-hmm. One of the key to help is in the churches. Uh, it was a peace and prayer. For me, I'm talking about an individual. Not for everybody else. Me, as an individual, it was a prayer for me. It's so hard. I felt like a justice and a cause that I didn't feel that they And so we tried to cross those barricades that these folks had all this stuff on their knees, but we didn't have anything on it. So then they tear their stuff down and we tried to go back in the church and all of them and we feel bad. So still, one of the key focus is doing that. Don't try to hit anybody, don't try to do anything. My brothers had, my brothers, they had the cars, they couldn't get in the car, they gone fast. They don't, they don't turn it off. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is that they say, you know, God is good at them. And it was no better day. People heard it. Because here they are. Yes, it was a huge issue. But I'm telling you, in Alabama, I don't know, all these other places, Mississippi, all these other places, there's uh, things going on that are right in the church, in the church.
because of the truth. You are the witness. You're the proof that God saved. You're the proof that He delivered. You're the proof that He healed. You're the proof. That's why you're a witness. Because you know some eyewitness saved their soul. But the evidence. So we're really the evidence that Jesus saved. We're full proof of his deliverance, of his yeah. redemption. We're proof of that. So the power of the Holy Ghost makes us that proof. We can't be coming that proof on our own. But the Holy Ghost makes us that proof. And when somebody sees the Holy Ghost in us, they know. Jesus. 
Yeah. 